We in these streets, man. This is the bad boy Red Bean coming at you with another episode of Red Bean No Rice, episode 10. This week, we sat down with Dr. Brian Turner to promote the discussion of mental health, especially in minority communities. Also, a question about Uber driving branches off into an incredible debate about the N-word with my crew of intelligent gestures. So, just sit back, get some knowledge, enjoy the fun, and enjoy some great music. Hey, this is the bad boy Red Bean. We in these streets, man. I'm hanging out with my boy, Dr. Brian Turner. He's a clinical psychologist and professor of psychology at Xavier University. And we are touching on the topic of mental health, especially since it is Mental Health Awareness Month or Minority Mental Health Awareness Month. Now, tell me a little bit about what you're doing at Xavier or what you're doing uh, for yourself or your own private practice. Gotcha, man. Look, first and foremost, I always appreciate the opportunity to, to have these conversations to bring it to the reality of what we do. So so this platform to have you, Brother Fred, just just this is a great opportunity. So um, one of the main things that happened was uh, as I pursued my graduate work and my training, I began to just feel there weren't enough African-American, but also people of color training and going into the field of psychology. So right. after about five years of working in the se- as a senior staff psychologist, at the University of West Florida, I began to really look for an opportunity, honestly, at HBCU, where I could potentially move into a space where I could help undergrad students prepare for graduate school. So that was the biggest, and, and, and that's the largest focus of what I do at Xavier, is I really try to work with students to highlight the potential successes that they could have, as well as the impact that they could have in, in communities of color and in the field of psychology by, by both practicing and researching and being a, a a stalwart in terms of taking the information that they learned in the classroom out to the community. And so, so first and foremost, my work, and I feel so proud to do it in the vein of many of the great psychological minds and black psychology and psychology, just really to try to prepare undergrad students awesome. for what graduate school would do. And I even said a caveat with that is that I thought about graduate work, working in the graduate program, and I felt like if we get into graduate programs, that's not where I need to be because they have those tools. Right. I just felt there were so many students who were always on the cusp uh-huh. and just didn't know or didn't have the right direction. And coupled with that, my work in private practice is, is very intimate. It's usually one-on-one. I do work with couples or families, or, and I'll be doing some groups soon. But that work, honestly, man, is to, to address the fact that Historically, African-Americans have not chosen therapy as a means of addressing their issues, right? And so even though research does not say that having a therapist that looks like you are of the same gender doesn't mean you're going to automatically get better. What helps is that to see me in a lot of spaces with the training and the work that I do, it opens up the conversation for people to at least be interested. Right. And so that's the that's the hallmark of that part is to say um, you have others in the city, Dana Labat, Denise Shervington as a psychiatrist, Ashley Doucette as a psychiatrist. So we do the work, but but the main thing is to normalize, right? What, what right. psychology is and psychotherapy and psychiatric medicine. But therapy, that, man. That's a big word, normalize. And that's what I wanted to kind of touch on. Mm-hmm. 
is there a, a, a definition of, of mental health like a base that you go from that says this is what mental health is this is where you need yeah. to be or is it defined by well, society or so, so you could you could take the scientific but i like to use the the everyday nomenclature right the language we can use best a mentally healthy person is someone who is able to handle issues that come up without any delay right okay and i use this example if your house burned down most people would have insurance right so that's huge that's big right if you were to get cancer most people have insurance so they can go to the hospital begin treatment and hopefully have insurance hopefully now Uh, hopefully not but also we know that if you go to the doctor and get get diagnosed then hopefully it's early enough you get treated right and if you break your leg if you break your arm we know what we should do in those moments but but that's that's mental health in a sense but that's the big stuff right that's like if someone passes away that's huge that's devastating right but i look at it like mental health being are you able to do every day what you need to do and be okay with it and even further i break it down to this good mental health let's say your electricity bill comes in it's 100 bucks okay but if you have 200 bucks in the bank Today's Thursday, so you can pay it tomorrow. What do you do with that bill? You pay it. You have a hundred bucks left over. You're getting paid tomorrow, so you're able to live and do what you need to do. Okay. Poor mental health would be that electricity bill comes in. It's a hundred bucks. You have fifty dollars in the bank. It's Thursday. You don't get paid this week. You might not even be working. What do you do? Do you send them that fifty? You've already asked for extensions before. You've expended that. Do you want to borrow it from somebody else? Uh-huh. Maybe, but if I give them 50 and I borrow 50, now I owe somebody 50 and I'm still at zero. Still in the hole. And I still don't know how I'm going to eat. I still don't have gas in my car. To me, that's an example of, of bad mental health, meaning you have some resources, but it's just not enough to cover your needs. Right. Well, because um, you, you said the word normal, which is, which is a great word. And dealing with it in our community and then you also talked about the health insurance yeah or, or having health insurance some kind of insurance <laughs> is because we don't it don't seem like it's gonna be around uh much longer well it's not and, and, and I, I, I i'm always honest about my experiences so i remember growing up in new orleans man my mom working and and at times not working and at times putting together jobs but we weren't on insurance for the most part right my, my early life and the first time i re- remember actually having health insurance was when i got a job with state farm at 21. i just graduated from southern get this health insurance and i read through all this okay well that means if i'm in a car accident and they got to take out my spleen they can pay for it right so my understanding of the healthcare system was not about preventative it wasn't about self-care it wasn't Definitely. about wellness it was about emergency and especially use. as a child you don't yeah. even know health insurance exists you get sick or you something mama happens going like to get something from the hospital you go to the, the doctor, doctor it's taken care of and we we didn't even and that's the thing right so if you don't have health care insurance you don't go to the doctor mom right. has to just put together means and methods and and even in the world we joke about it but most people want to see dr um mckenna yeah Right, because he would take care of you at a very reduced right. cost, and Dr. if you didn't McKenna, have it, Dr. Barry, yeah. all these people so, that so were community-based doctors who understood the constituency they were helping. So, so, so first and foremost, we don't understand, and and I put it like this: Look, I have a PhD, and I still don't always quite understand the the big nature of insurance, right? Right. And I got it, and I got a degree. So imagine somebody maybe with a high school diploma with multiple kids. 
and multiple stressors. Are they going to really have time to read the coverages and how they right. can access things? So, I think it's changed so much. I think, you know, in, in a, in a kind of uh, basic terminology, mm-hmm. I think it's gotten real commercial. Yes, that you was know, the, you have health insurance, so we're gonna charge you $120 for this bare aspirin. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and and I like what you said about commercialized, which means in essence, we're not really healthcare patients; we're consumers of healthcare. Right. So you have to be a good consumer, just like if you're gonna buy a car. When you buy a car, you have to do so much research to try to make sure does it get the gas mileage you want? Does it provide the space you need? How long is how's the maintenance cost per year? Right. So when we talk about normalizing, the first thing, before we even get to the healthcare industry, we have to normalize what we should be looking for. Mm-hmm. So one of the things I like to tell people is, you gotta ask around. Now, unbeknownst to most people, a lot of black people do see psychologists and psychiatrists, whether it be for school-related reasons, whether it be because of actual emotional stuff. But if you ask people, hey, look, I'm thinking about seeing somebody, Have do you know somebody, have you heard of someone? Most people say, well, I heard this doctor one time on WBLK, his name is Brian Turner. I heard about this person. Okay. That's where you start, right? And that's being a good consumer because the last thing I would want anyone to do is just walk into somewhere blindly having no idea. And what I offer with anybody is, look, before I charge anything, let's just talk about what's going on. Right. We might be able to have a conversation that could really help you out, and you may never need to pay me. And I'm okay with that. So do you feel that mental health is on the, or mental illness is on the rise? Uh, you're seeing more cases of autism. You're seeing more cases of depression. Or is it just that people are more aware of what's going on now? Well, it's, it's akin to what Will Smith said about racism. It's not that it's on the rise. It's that we get to take more pictures of it. Right, we get the film right. So, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to say that I think there's been a rise in the incidences or occurrences of mental disorder or illnesses. What I think has happened is that, like with the suicides of Anthony Bourdain and Kate Spade, I think what happens is is mental health is is not necessarily something that's going to be mainstream anyway. But when you have people of notoriety, of fame. We just had um, the young lady from um, Destiny's Child, I believe. She's being treated for mental health disorders, right? We've had, we got the Kanye West. What happens is, is those persons no longer be able to hide. So if you go back and you can read right. about the right. historical persons who had mental health disorders, but what would they do? They would disappear for a little while. They would go into treatment and come back and they'd be okay. So I, I think what it is, is we're in a society just like consumerism. Things are just more open and apparent now. I think that does help communities of color to see people like uh, Kanye West or Frank Ocean or whomever talk about their their struggles or their um, actual successes with living with a mental diagnosis. But but what I would say is that, once again, normalizing it, right? Right. If we don't talk about it, which oftentimes does not happen, then it continues to be stigmatized and then it becomes, it it stays the boogeyman. And that's what I want to talk about, the the, the stigmatism Mm -hmm. that's associated with mental health. Thank you guys for joining in, man. If you're hanging out with us, I am with my boy, Dr. Brian Turner. We're talking about mental health in the minority community or mental health as a whole in this whole world, in this whole community. If you're on Anchor, we're going to play some some music and we'll be right back with you. So uh, stay tuned. We'll see you in a second. And we are back with Dr. Brian Turner, man. Hope you guys enjoyed the music. We were getting into the whole, the, 
the, the stigma that's associated with mental health. We're talking again, once again, about mental health awareness or minority mental health awareness for the month of July. Uh, let's talk about the stigma that's associated with mental health and some of the things that we have been going through as a, as a people uh, seeking that, you know, are we going to seek it and people are going to look at us differently if they know. Like, like, where are we right now? All right, all right. Man, shout out to the man, Red Bean, um, with this opportunity once again to have this conversation that so often gets had, gets gets talked about in the barbershop or the beauty salon or at the family barbecue in hushed tones. And so with the hush reality, tones, yeah. hushed tones, yeah, we're going we gonna to talk about this and shoo behind their back because you know they got some issues. Uh, I usually I usually open up some talks and I ask people to talk about what were, what are some of the the, the, the colloquial or, or, or slang terms we use to describe people and we get into things like touch stuff, throw it off, especially in New Orleans, we come with all kinds of stuff. Some people just say they straight up crazy, man. Right. right. Are they wilding, you know what I mean? Right. So so one of the things that that, that that brings us to is to have that conversation about stigma or the stigmatizing effects of mental health disorder or disease and and and, and my thought process is that it's really two sided. Okay. And the stigma is one that people may have of the system, and there's the stigma that the system has of people. Right. And when we specifically talk about black people, there's a history of uh, not so good stuff, right? And I take this all the way back to in slavery, um, okay. the psychiatric community used the term drapedomania to describe drapedomania. Okay. It was actually a mental health diagnosis that describes slaves who ran away as being mentally ill. Slaves who did not want to be enslaved and they wanted to escape from slavery and they wanted to talk back and they didn't want to work, right? And so the mental health community at the obvious, you know, request and, and urging of the slave community kind of put that out there. And so you can run from there with the idea of then when you get D.W. Griffin's, you know, uh, Birth of a Nation and then you get things like Stockholm Syndrome. The, the undercurrent of the psychological effects of being black in America are so damaging to some people that they won't seek help because the system ain't treated me right. Especially some of the things that they did when they, you know. Tuskegee, um, Henrietta Lacks. I mean, even as we sat and we watched the, the treatment of our Native American brothers and sisters through the Trail of Tears. And then right. when we sit and we watch and understand the Nuremberg trials of how they treated our Jewish brothers and sisters. So the black community has watched and experienced some of this. So in modern america heck no i'm not going to no doctor to, right. to try to find if i'm all right i'm gonna deal with it how i deal with it. i'm gonna drink i'm gonna smoke i'm gonna get it i'm gonna do what i do if i have to act through it all sometimes i am and the point of that is stigma doesn't occur because of some just non-saying or whatever happening it's based upon some experiences right right and people take from that and they grow with it and so the same can be said though of the the mental health community in terms of the fact that because of what they've done and because of how we bring some biases to our work, we know that there are some doctors and practitioners who have negative perspectives of people who come into their offices. So what you're saying is that it's possible that back in the day and even today, we're not getting treatment because we're carrying that 
carrying that, it forward. That we're not yeah. really going to get help. So right. There's going to be some shock therapy or some foolishness. Or, or even better, you or, know, right now we're the most, you know, over-medicated, you know, country in the world, right? Right. And so Definitely. a lot of parents who struggle with seeing their kids on ADHD medications or when people do have, yeah, do have real issues, they just get medicated. So, so it's not so much that people don't know there's problems, but the reality of it is, if I engage in this treatment methodology that you're giving me, will it actually help me? And if right. it ain't gonna help me, I'm better off doing it the way I'm doing it. Right. Right. And and, and what my, my mentor talked about two things: the generational transmission of trauma, which is a term he used to talk about how it's an inheritance, and specifically right. for Black people, we inherit traumas that occurred centuries and generations ago, but we don't know why. Just like inheritance, somebody that was rich one day made a bunch of money, and we just got we got money now. Right. I really don't know that person. I really don't know how they did it, but I know I got money. Same thing with trauma. We don't know who got hurt and when. We just know it's in our DNA. It's in our ethos. So do you, you feel like is it physically in our DNA or is it a transference? Yeah, actually, years? man, actually, it's, it's, it's both Mentally. because psychological issues can be transferred through actual learned behaviors, but learned also behavior. genetically. Okay. But there's some good research looking at the the transcription of of trauma into DNA. And what happens is, is your DNA becomes changed when you experience trauma. Wow. So, so yes, over the years, if my ancestors have experienced trauma, the DNA has changed. So once again, maybe in my DNA, sometime I had that $100 to handle that light bill, but if trauma continues to occur, I get down to that 50, Wow. right? So I don't have the inheritance, inheritance to handle those problems. And then, but, but the big side, and this is newer for me, and I keep looking at it, is the inherent stigma of people of color and poor people by the system. Right. And that's where we see continued misdiagnosis, overdiagnosis, or not effective treatment to people of color and poor people because the system says they don't really need it or they're not going to adhere to it. So what happens is we know that the system continues to overdiagnose black men with the more heavier diagnosis of schizophrenia or major depressive disorders mm. whereas persons who are white mainly white men they get more sensitive diagnosis or diagnosis that are more susceptible to be changed over time if you get a diagnosis of schizophrenia that ain't likely to change people right. are going to let that label run because they're afraid that the schizophrenic might go schizophrenic on right. Us, right and if you even think back to a while ago the the term going postal right that's another going one postal. of those you know slang terms we use to talk about people having issues but that was used and that's been used to describe people who can't handle stuff right right but when the medical community and when the mental health community adopts those ideals and we know that happens harvard has an implicit bias assessment that says that not just white people but black people also are susceptible to biases against people of color right. so my point is this i push for students to be better about wanting to provide these services to go into the field and seek this field out I push for the field to be more sensitive to the needs of all people. And in the in the middle somewhere, we're working it out to where if we have more people who are culturally competent and capable in the field, then the field has to change. Right. So then we reduce the stigma on both sides. So does it get to that? So you, because it's gotta be the passion for, for, for change, for, mm -hmm. for, for helping people aside from the I have to make money because that's they got that out there. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's where I think some of the mixed misdiagnoses are coming from is because this is big business. Yes. So you're you're, how do you impress that upon the the, the kids that you're teaching? Yeah. You know, one of the first things I tell people, uh, specifically mentees, but I say, look, you have to 
do something that you love so much that you'll do it well regardless. Okay. But because you do it well, they're going to pay you well. Right. And, and I think if we take that attitude specifically when we help people, and even historically, if you look at it, the majority of social changes and issues that help to change the status of black people and poor people in this country and our Latino brothers and sisters have been through social sciences. Okay. Right? It's been through psychologists and attorneys and sociologists and 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 people who are not medical doctors, right? And there's nothing wrong with medical doctors being in the fight, but it takes people who study these issues and can then provide some direct solutions and resolution to when there's an ill or when something's not going well. So the biggest thing is to get students interested in understanding what's happening so that they can then look for ways to make it better. So my, my, my thought is that really, when students get an understanding of how powerful the field of psychology is or sociology or you know political science very powerful that's when they can see well this is where i can really affect change and, and if you think about it the the numerous of attorneys in the city who you know ap turo and, and norman francis as an attorney and um just the number of people who play these roles they they were social scientists they weren't nasa scientists and they weren't in fields that were out of touch with people and so we have to have people who are working in areas that understand what people's needs are what their problems are and how to fix it and so i think psychology is, to me is the most perfect science to do that okay. because of the training but I, I'm, I'm very aware that we can't do it alone so we need people in every area right now uh i want to talk about this because we had talked about it briefly we talked about raising kids and you know, some kids that may be what they say hyperactive, mm -hmm. they put them on Ritalin or some of these other medications, yeah. or even people in general. Is there a homeopathic approach, uh, like physical activity yeah. or, or, or physical health? Does that contribute to mental health yeah. or mental well being? So, or is there. My first thought is this, and oftentimes we have to be reminded that children are usually a product of their environment. So what I first tell parents is ADHD is both a behavioral as well as a biological diagnosis. That's why you have a lot of kids who may have ADHD, but because of the homeopathic nature of how they're treated at home, it doesn't show itself at the degrees where it's disruptive, right? Right. So I tell parents, you have to first have a structure that provides your child with success. Right. So as a parent, if you don't come home and keep a schedule of when to do homework, when to eat, when to go to bed, when we're going to have exercise, when we're going to play, then that child doesn't learn structure. Right. Right. And so that's one of the first things I say to parents. And then ADHD is real. You know, there's some folks who like to think ADHD was made up and it's this this thing that just was done for black boys. But it, it wasn't right. Or at least I don't believe it was. OK, I'll let them have their say. So when it comes out to a medical intervention, that's at the point where it's been documented and it's now disruptive to what we call everyday activities of life. Okay. If a, if a kid can't do well in school, if a kid can't pay attention on simple tasks, then something has to happen, right? And, and the way I look at it is simple. A child should be able to do well in school, right? Okay. That's your biggest task. If a child's not doing well in school, you gotta start thinking something's going wrong. It may be ADHD, ADHD. I've had simple solutions as, have you ever had your child's eyes checked? We're mm -hmm. coming to find out that the child is being disrupted because they couldn't see the board. Right. Have you had your child's hearing checked, right? And so there's always different modalities to try to address the lack of academic performance. But at the end of the day, if it's ADHD, 
then I always prescribe this. Let's make sure we have a secure and structured environment so that we can make sure we're mapping how your child does. Maybe it is that your child shouldn't eat as much sugar or things that these different dyes, right. right? Maybe there are some things that we can reduce that will create increases in some behavioral stuff. Maybe there are some things where you got to make sure your, your child does need to play, mm -hmm. right? And I'm not saying that's a cure-all, but if your child is just inside playing on a video game, right? then the energy has to the come out somewhere. The energy is just building up. And we do that as adults. Right. You know, as adults, we have to get up and we should get up and walk and we should get up and exercise and move our bodies around so that we can make sure we're expending energy in multiple ways. And so the homeopathic way, I think, is multimodal making sure there's a structured environment, making sure a child eats well, making sure a child eats, right? Right. <laughs> if you Definitely. ask an educator, one of the biggest <laughs> problems I have is children who don't eat because they get to school, they haven't eaten. They hit, that's their first meal. That's their first meal. Or if they don't eat, once again, they can't concentrate, right? right? Your body your body needs food to do what it's supposed to do, which is concentrate and think. Right. And, and even if you look at the science of little kids, Little children are eating not because their bodies are growing, it's because their brain is growing. Right. So that's why little children actually eat so much, like infants and toddlers. Their brains are growing actually way faster than their physical bodies. Okay. That's why their heads are so much bigger than their body. <laughs> I mean, it's some of the simple stuff, if we actually look at it scientifically, we'll realize, oh, that's why. Their bodies catch up slower. Their heads are so much bigger because their brains are constantly eating and constantly taking and stuff. So, so yeah, there are some homeopathic things. Make sure there's good exercise. Make sure there's structure. Make sure a child is eating properly and regularly. Um, making sure that they're not taking things that they shouldn't. You know, anything that they shouldn't be eating or shouldn't be taking any medicines or things like that. And like I said, let academic performance be your greatest key. I don't mind a child who likes to talk or who has extra energy. If right. they're doing well in school, I'm not likely to think that they have ADHD. Okay. Right? And that would be my diag that's usually what I use diagnostically. If a child's doing well academically, I don't think it's ADHD first. I think it's something else. And of course, to the pad, sometimes ADHD can be masking other stuff. Okay. Trauma. Right. right? Kids who have trauma. Well, I'm gonna act out in school now. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna get this ADHD diagnosis. Right? If a child has an emotional problem, if a child has had any type of abuse. Then, then it does show up like ADHD. While I got you, I know people are going to want to know, since we're talking to an African-American, a black psychiatrist, a psychologist, time out or whipping ass? Wait, don't go. <laughs> we going to get right back into it, man. We're going to play a little bit more music, man. This is too important to just limit to two segments. We're going to come back with another segment. I'm here with my boy. Dr. Brian Turner, man, he's, this is going down. See you back in a second. And we are back. Like I said, I am here with my boy, Dr. Brian Turner, doing the damn thing. Giving us this knowledge, especially uh, for Minority Health Month, especially in the black community, things that he is known and, and, and researched and learned and is teaching and things that we should be well aware of in this day and age when it comes to minority health. We left off talking about timeout or whip that ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Woo, we're going to see what they feel about you. <laughs> so let's just go ahead and call it what it is, man. I'm going to put this on record. I'm going to say it to my mama. 
we gotta stop ass whooping it's not helpful the data doesn't support actual change and the reality of it is this in the long run whipping our kids ass does not change their behavior and i don't like to take away one tool so i have to give it one one of the things we have to do in our community is actually learn how to teach our kids better the con- the concept of reinforcement right positive reinforcement negative reinforcement and actual punishment and punishment not being a whipping but being i'm taking something away okay so as a product of ass whipping and i didn't go to saint aug and i know that the paddling at saint aug is a long traditional thing and as a Man. huge conversation that was had and it's <laughs> probably still brewing at bullets and in various corners of, of it wasn't the- just saying oh it was catholic uh, all of them i well, got beat with a broomstick <laughs> handle in the second grade Ooh. i, I don't want to say a name but anybody who went to saint monica master p went to saint monica yeah. so yeah 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 <laughs> so so look you know and the joke about the saint all thing is they they were the ones who kept it right and as right. an all-black boys school you know the 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 nature of the the paddling and and whippers and stuff but but the point is that saint all was traditional so, so I, 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 I like to joke about it since we can be comedic in some spots. Right. I can joke about it because it was a tradition. You know, yeah. it was a tradition of the discipline that was instilled through the school, which parents had to sign off and be okay with it. And, of course, the thing was you, you were taught. Now, here's the kicker. It was traditional because everybody felt like almost in a, in a, in a fraternal way, if you went to St. Aug and you did something wrong, you was going to get the paddle to understand what it was really about, right? Right. At least that's what I was told since I didn't go to St. Aug. Okay. But the other side of it was that, in a sense, it also teaches about reinforcement, right? Okay. If you do what's right, then you inherently will never be what? Paddle. Paddle. Right. If you do what you're supposed to do, you'll never be whipped. You'll never be spanked. And and, and the concept to me kind of falls into the place where I think what's happened in a very public sphere, but also in a way that doesn't get discussed, is that when parents are running this rat race called life and they're trying to juggle a bunch of different things, this could be for a rich parent, poor parent, black or white. We tend to do what's easiest in the moment. Okay. And what's easiest in the moment when little Johnny or Tariq or Tasha or whatever do something we don't like. Let me spank you for about five or ten minutes and it's over. Right. And what I offer parents is if the behavior doesn't change, then spanking doesn't work. Right. And I don't tell parents. I'm not going to tell parents, you don't spank. I'm going to say, I would say, don't. I, I don't. I don't want to. Right. Because I don't think it actually changes behavior. I think what changes behavior is teaching our children better understanding of what it does, what it takes to get their their desired reward. Right. right? And so one of the things I've even used in my house is um, my behavior is the key to the things that I want. Okay. And I just say that little mantra with the little fella. Look, your behavior is the key to what you want. So if your behavior does not meet the standard that you and I, we have agreed to, then you know automatically you won't get those things. Right. But when you are on an honor roll, or not even honor roll, just when you make a grade, you you don't have to be on an honor roll. Just right. don't bring home C's and D's, right? Okay. Or, or definitely don't bring home F's. Right. You, 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 you're respectful to the teacher. You're respectful to your classmates. You're respectful to elders. You're respectful to everybody. When you do those things, you'll get what you want. And once again, that's not to say that we only now, can. 
do we have to define what that want is? Yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Because that want may warrant different behaviors, right? Okay. So once again, if our everyday behavior is we do things in a respectful and order manner, then that means you get the things you want. But you want a new gaming system. Right. Okay. Well, that's a bigger purchase, right? So what are you willing to do? Are you willing to cut some grass? Are you willing to help around a little extra around the house? Okay. And, and some of that is a gift because you're not going to ever do enough to potentially pay for it. But show me the behavior to get that and to warrant that. So can we, I don't know if we're going to define it now. It's probably already defined. I just, you know, is that like a family treatment plan type of thing? Like, well, it's just here's family. Here's our goal for the week or here's our goal for the day or here's our, well, because we're trying to get to. But go old school, old okay. school red man. We understood that growing up, right? Right. Mama said. Your job is to do what? Clean the bathroom. Your job is to clean the kitchen. Your job is to make sure the living room clean. You have to vacuum. You have to sweep. And Windex these uh, sofa because right. they have plastic on. Uh huh. <laughs> clean. Well, right. You gotta Windex these sofas and wipe them down. You have to. You have to get the washboard, the um, the baseboards because I'm a, I'm an expert at washing baseboards. Oh, duh, the right? baseboards. I never understood that, but mine are clean. Let me just hit you with this one. <laughs> My mama made me vacuum every day. Because she wanted the lines on. She the wanted carpet. to go the same the same yeah, way. Yeah. Oh, she yeah. didn't want the I footprint. It wasn't dirty. Uh-uh. Just had to just, go. I, I want the I want the <laughs> I want the the pile to to lay a certain way. Right. Yes. Oh yes. And, and once again, that was the agreement, right? Right. And and okay. and look, my my men, one of my mentor, Doctor Joseph White, talked about the fact that his grandmother, with a third grade education, I believe, used Zen philosophy on him. Right. Okay. That's, and that's all it's about is teaching the ideal of self-control, of self, you know, delayed gratification. So, but but if we don't set that structure, right, as I was saying earlier, we as parents have to set that structure. Let's, let's, let's quickly define delayed gratification because a lot of people don't understand okay. it. They hear it, but they don't know that it has to be <laughs> trust. It has to be the other two pieces that uh-huh. I forgot about. So, so when we talk <laughs> delayed gratification, it, it, it's the ideal of almost in, a, in an analogy Delayed gratification is taking time to cook a meal on the stove and prepare the ingredients as you should versus picking up something out the frozen food section at the That's grocery perfect. store and putting it in the microwave, perfect, right? right? Delayed gratification, this meal is much better for you. It's healthy for you. It tastes better. It's more fulfilling. You can always stop and get that McDonald's burger, but it's quicker, it's easier, but it doesn't have the same impact, right? Right. And, and, and the reality around, like we said, is like, is it a family treatment plan I don't. I don't think everything has to rise to the level of saying it's it's a therapeutic thing, right? Because it works, right? Okay. So let's just call it what it is. It, it's proper planning, right? Okay. It's it's that thing of structure. It's that thing of creating an environment where actually in family systems we talk about um, feedback loops, right? And if you think about it, if you have a feedback loop, it's, it's just a big big rope, a big circle. What you put into that circle is going to come back to you. If you put negativity in there, ultimately what's going to come back to you? Negativity, right? right? But if you put good into there, then good should come back. And so if you think about our kids and our families being on that feedback loop, then what we learn is this. I teach my kid how to handle bad situations, right? Right. So ultimately my child will do what? Handle bad situations well. And actually I usually tell parents, when have you ever taught your children how you handle conflict? Okay. Do you teach your children how to handle if something doesn't go well? We don't like to do that to our kids, right? So when we talk about spanking, if we teach our kids that spanking is the way to solve problems, then actual research says that our kids are more likely to start responding negatively and physically. 
Right. Right. So my thing is, let's not go to the automatic physical. Let's sit down and talk about it. So, hey, why did you do that? What did you think was going to happen? Right. Did you think I wouldn't find out that you broke whatever, whatever, whatever? Right. So if you knew that I was going to find out, don't you think it would have been better for you to say, hey, mom, dad, I broke such and such. I'm, I'm really apologetic. I didn't mean to. Um, even though I may have been doing something I wasn't supposed to, it doesn't make sense for me to hide it from you because you're going to find out. But, but then we get into that, you know, that parent that doesn't have that level, level of ability themselves. Because now you're getting your ass whipped for what they had to do to get that thing that you broke. Mm-hmm. So and that is not even about what happened is the cost associated. Right. right. And, and, and that's why um, <laughs> I get a lot of students say they want to be a child clinical psychologist and they want to specialize in working with children. I said, well, <laughs> do you understand who usually screws children up? Right. I said, who? Parents? I say, yes. I said, so before you can start thinking that you're going to fix children, you may have to do some work with parents. And so, so whenever I work with children, I inherently will work with the parents and the family because I need to know the dynamics by which the parents are operating. And if parents are doing something that they think is great and awesome and amazing, I'm not going to tell them to stop. I'm going to say, let's talk about the actual outcomes. I'm going to let the parents do some of the work to understand, well, if I'm doing A and I'm not getting B, how much longer are you going to keep doing A then? Right. You need to stop doing A. And, and, you know, sometimes it's as easy as up. If you're doing something that hurts, what should you do? Stop doing that thing that hurts? Right. (laughs) At least you're not hurting anymore. You may not be getting ahead, but we stopped the pain. Right. So so oftentimes when I when I talk to parents, yeah, we, we I say we gotta stop whipping because it doesn't work and it doesn't really benefit our kids. But you can't say stop whipping and not help people find a solution, right? Right. So we're being very global and I would always say if you wanna have that conversation, you gotta have a little bit more in depth, right? We gotta have some better understanding of what's going on. Definitely. Oftentimes with parents, yes. If if mom or dad is in a situation where they're not able to spend a lot of time with actual you know, like behavioral change, right, is what we would call it in the field of psychology. But we're talking about what? Stop doing the stuff you're doing that is getting your ass whipped. If parents can't do that, then that's what we need to talk about. You right. know, what's actually happening in a parent's life that they can't actually make change occur. So if mom is working a lot, well, maybe we do need to make sure we have some other family members around, right? right. If mom is not in a position or if dad's not in a position to understand this, then we have to take time with dad to understand, okay, this is why you're seen as the enforcer and the kids are afraid of you. Right. Because all you do is whip ass. Right. So maybe before you whip ass, you need to have a conversation. And maybe you let your child say, okay, well, look, I'm going to hold off on whooping ass this time. I'm going to give you two more chances. All okay. right. So we're going to agree. You got two more chances that if this happens, you don't get a whipping. But on that third chance, if you still ain't learned, then you got to get a whipping, right? Maybe, maybe we build in some space for the child to okay wait a minute i did this thing. oh yeah okay he, i got one more chance before i get a whipping so let me okay let me get this right right and now they stop seeing you as just the enforcer and they'll think okay my dad really loves me you know mm-hmm. may, maybe i can respect him more maybe i can hear him more because he's not just whipping my ass right you know we talked a little bit about health care and where obamacare may be in the very near future People of color, minority uh, people that aren't financially able, what are some of the things that they can do to kind of start the process? Yeah. And and also, how can people get in touch with you? Gotcha, gotcha. First and foremost, get in touch with me, 504-292-9862. Um, also email drturner504 at gmail.com. That's D R. 
T-U-R-N-E-R-504 at gmail.com. What I think people can do is first and foremost, look to their communities for support. Um, there are various agencies in and around New Orleans, as well as anywhere that people may be listening from. Take your time. Ask those around you that you trust. Um, obviously, talk to your churches. Talk to talk to people in your church who, who may have a little bit better sense of some of the resources. Also, you can actually go through a lot of times your children's school if you have children. The right. schools are going to have contacts and information on service providers for things your children may need, as well as those who can provide family services as well. Then, of course, if you do have insurance, your insurance provider is going to have to have a place where you can go to look at those services. Now, all that's good and dandy, but this is the ultimate win for me. Okay. Call them. Talk to them. Ask them questions. Make sure that they are competent in what you want them to do. So ask them, hey, how many how many clients you got that are black? How okay. many clients you got that are gay? How many clients you got are such and such? You're not asking for information that would be considered confidential or private. Right. You're ask, asking that practitioner, in effect, what's your ability to work with someone who potentially is like me? Okay. And what you find is if somebody says, well, I don't have many black clients, you may not not work with them, use of a double negative, um, pun intended to Trump. Right. The idea <laughs> might be, though, you might take a chance on them and say, okay, well, look, you sound like you do good work. I'm going to try you. And you'll see, but you, you've been warned that maybe they haven't had good history, right? Right. And, and so I would say, kind of going back to the point, we have to teach each other to be good consumers, better consumers, make sure that they're comfortable. You know, I, I use simple stuff. I tell people, check the, check the waiting room out. You know, see who's going there. Look on, look on Yelp. Look up their, their, their um, reviews. See what people say about them. And then if you're still willing to take a chance, take a chance, but be, be informed about the chance you take. Well, thank uh -huh. you, man. This this is something I've been wanting to do for a while. I'm glad that I uh, got a chance to meet with you and sit down and talk with you. Uh, this is amazing, man. Guys, make sure that you check out Dr. Brian Turner. Email him or, or give him a call or uh, definitely share this information. Uh, this has been amazing. Definitely appreciate you. Thank you. Oh, man, Red Bean, anytime you want me to come back, uh, make sure to add me on Facebook. It's my name, Brian Turner. I'm not high and I don't have any warrants or any attachments. <laughs> so I'm out here in these streets. Legal Beagle is what you might see me We in. out here in these so. streets all the way in New Orleans <laughs> East, man. Thank East you, East Beast in these streets, Herb. Appreciate y'all. <laughs> Much we'll love. We're going to put some more music on, and we'll be back a little bit later for our news from the streets. And, of course, my crew of Intelligent Justice. So thank you. <laughs> I like that. Peace. Intelligent. Much love. Hey, this is the bad boy Red Bean. We are in these streets again. I am out here once again with my crew of intelligent jesters. I got my boy Ed Black. Whoa, Ed Black in the house. I got my boy Jorge Velasquez. What up? And I got my boy AJ Bell. Hello, how you doing? Man, what's going on, man? What's going on with you, Ed? I'm chilling, man. Ed you know is a <laughs> doing my thing. Ed is an Uber driver. I am. I take people around and I drop them off. How, how does that work? Uh, Uber drivers. Not, not that. How does Uber work? <laughs> how is Uber working for you? Uh, I don't necessarily like to drive people around unless they drunk. That's the worst part. Like it's you are the, the opposite. You would, li listen, y'all. You would think so, right? Guess how much you get if someone throws up in your car. And you take a so picture like of like 150, right? Like 250. 250. Yes. And then, like, I like going around bridges with circles. 
Yo, I've never. That way they <laughs> just throw up like all on my car, and that's two hundred fifty. I get my brother clean it up for like fifteen dollars. I take twenty off the top. Like I just. I feel like Uber might be listening, and nah, Uber, is <laughs> Uber would not pick. Up. So but that's, I mean, that's like bizarro world. Like man, you for an Uber driver, like no one wants, no Uber driver that I've heard of likes somebody being. Like yeah. throwing up in their car. They're not smart. Okay, that's the problem. You're all right, the dumb up Uber all drivers. The drunk drivers. All the drunk, drunk drivers. Did Uber. you work for Essence? Huh? No, I didn't get to work Essence though. You didn't get to work? I didn't get to work Essence. Because, what does that mean? Because black people don't don't spill their drinks, not even their throw up. <laughs> they, they, don't, they don't do that. They so you legitimately it. only want to do yeah. Uber when it's white people are Mexicans. Like yes. White, white I'm Mexicans. a little offended. Well, yeah, I feel you like should Jorge be. should be offended. Well, I, I mean, offended. I mean, we're both minorities. We say it, it is what it is, you know. Like, I don't know how minority he wants to be. I'm all the way one, so I can say. Did, did you just hear my set at all? It all deals about how I don't feel like a minority. I know it. I knew it. I right. knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Hilarious. Yes. I knew it. It's all right. I did not hear your set, but but I, but I still get to be offended if I want to. Nah, not really. <laughs> nah, not really. <laughs> like it's his choice. Nah. It's my choice. Nah, and maybe 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 yeah. maybe if 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 Trump said it, you could be. But if Obama said it, you can't. You can't. So if another uh, yeah. Caucasian, we'll, we'll we'll be politically correct this week. If another Caucasian comic called you the n-word mm-hmm. that's okay no no definitely not definitely definitely not he definitely well, has what? to get why not what huh because you said no 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 stop like shut the fuck up okay listen <laughs> <laughs> listen all right you know I- i'm black so i could say racist whatever like i could say it could because it's no because what? i could say listen shut up you don't know shut up listen I can say I don't like other black people because I've been around them. I have the experience to say I can't stand their black ass. I can also say the N-word. Another Caucasian comic can never relate and cannot say it. Duh, that's in the fucking dictionary. Bop, bop, bop. <laughs> Google can, can it. I, can I say Google. the N-word as a brown you, man? As a, as a who? As a brown man. Can as I a br- yeah, you can say it, but you have to like... No one has ever given me permission what if someone's to like, say the end. No, no, nigga, no. Like Caucasian. I'm like, what's up, my nigga? No, of, they, of well, course. What's they, up, my all right, neighbor? Hold on. What, this, this, un, <laughs> Ooh, understand Jorge something. almost got his ass beat. <laughs> I was like, is he really going to say I it? Well, no, no like, because you it's see not right. Mexican. I saw you move. It's like, because it's not right. Racism is racism no matter what color. No, that is not true at all. Latin people get away with the N-word every day. We don't say nothing. This was almost our last podcast. Somebody walks up and calls you a nigga. What are you going to do? Oh, what, what do you, do you mean? Well, somebody or somebody who I feel like is AJ racist. AJ is playing the devil's advocate. Either way. Either way. Well, somebody I'm a, just like it's going to be. It, fuck you, you're a nigga. Whatever. All right. Well, it's, it's oh, going to start shit. off with a conversation. I'm like, well, Race fuck war. you, you whatever you are. Like, if you are whatever I see, you know. So because you insult, you just do what they do? No, you just say, if somebody says, fuck, the, fuck you, you're a nigga. If you're a black and you said, I'm like, well, fuck you, nigga. But if you a white guy, I'm like, fuck you, you crack ass bitch. But like, I can say it as a Mexican. You can say it as a Mexican. I'm in between. I'm like. You know, black and white are the extremes Jorge, on that middle ground. This no. <laughs> Nobody is supposed to be saying the N-word. You don't even hear me saying the N-word. I, no, Let me I tell agree. you. Hold on, look. No, listen. I agree. Oh. Your, trying to see where he's you coming know, from. You, you, know when you, you know when you can say it or not. I Case can't. in point, if you're gay, only gay people could call each other fags. 
That's it. They the only ones that can say each other and it's okay. Only fat people can call each other fat. Only in their fat group. It's not such a thing. Yeah. That's not the way society. That is definitely the way society. If that's the way you expect it, you're gonna be disappointed. No, that is not. That is no. That is all the way. These words will hurt me. People will say them just to hurt me. No, solid. It is so solid. And people with black people, what you are you are not gonna feel the same way offended. New special kind of racist. No, that is how it always been since. The end of time. That's that, not an excuse. Yes. That's how you want it to Give be. me. No, I don't want it to be like that. That is how it is. Only girls could talk about each other pussies. But it's still you, a guy. You can't. Other people still do it. So what are I you do doing? It. That I talk about. What do you just mean? Like, other pussies. people still do it. <laughs> yeah. Somebody skinny calls someone. This fat, debate like, is getting out of control. Right. Now what? Now what? It's not a debate. It's this is fact. Oh, it's a okay? debate. It's fact. the same thing. No. Y'all don't want to come to the term. Wait. Let's 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 no. Let's 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 do it diplomatically. Ed, let's hear your point. I'm, I'm sorry. What's Without the, interruption. What, what's the actual point, though? Like, you're who can say things and who not? That who can say the N-word and who can't say the if N-word you're not and why that, they have validation for saying This is what I'm saying. If you're not in that cer- certain demographic or that cer- certain group, you can't use those words. That's how it's always been. Mm-hmm. If you're raised with wolves, case in point, I had a white friend I grew up with. We let him get away with the N-word. We really did. Because we didn't know no better. He really grew up with us. Once he got his adult, he understand. He really stopped using it himself. Fat people can call each other fat. They always have. Hey, you fat ass. Me and my brother, we could talk about each other moms. You can't talk about my mom. We could say, hey, it's your mom, motherfucker. And it's not offensive if it's you do it. Because that's how it always been since the end of time. Because you guys are in that group together. Whatever you want to call that, that, that still doesn't make it right. I think I just, that's what AJ is trying to Yeah, that's what I'm not, saying, too. I disagree. Right or wrong, okay? It's not right or wrong. Nobody's yes, going to heaven or hell. Nobody's going to get punished. No. We're having. No, no, it's not right. right. Okay, okay, okay. Right okay. We heard you. All right. AJ. Here's my point. You're, you're designating these words as only to be able to be used by a certain group of people. But what's going to happen is other people are going to recognize that and use those words with the intent to hurt. What I'm saying is separate your feelings from the word. People are going to say whatever they want to. Allow people to say whatever they want to. And, and don't wrap your feelings in words from people who don't even know you. I can respond. Okay. No, fuck you. No. <laughs> no fuck you all day. No. Fuck, you. fuck you. No, you're not going to walk up to me and think, if I don't know you, you... This is what it is. You're a stranger. I can't walk up to you and say anything I, I want to. I don't care what it is. I can't sit up there and just say anything. Even if it's her, I can't act like I know you. You know, if your name is, if your name is, I'm sorry, AJ. I know I've been calling you AJ, but what is your, what is your full name? Anthony. Anthony, right? People who know you, it calls you, they call you Anthony. People who, I mean, sorry, people who don't know you call you Anthony. People who call you AJ is people who know you. So if somebody walks up to me and say, hey, Ed or ED or whatever they call me, or call me black, I'm be like, do you know me? No, you don't. So you don't get to call me black. It's not about if it's hurtful or not. It's about, it's basically about almost respect of you know me. All right? Don't act like you know me. You don't know me. You can't say you my nigga. You not my, I don't know you. Yeah, that's fine if you want to approach it that way, but that's That's how it's always been. True. You're saying people can't do this, but what I'm saying is physically they literally can't walk up to yes, you. Yes, I could literally walk up they to you and shouldn't. slap you. Should I do it? No. They shouldn't. Exactly. That's what I agree with. But All it's right. going to happen. And what that's I'm what saying I'm saying. Is, what I'm saying is 
is it right to just keep it that way where you're just saying that, oh, you shouldn't do this and expect people to conform to it the way you do the world? Yes, fucking right. Yes. Because no, it's never going to happen. Nobody well, no, it does happen with me. Humanity has never all come together on one point in the group. I have. I, my group has. I ain't never had that happen. I ain't never had a white person <laughs> yeah, walk up to me humanity. and was just like, even you, what do you mean? I'm human. I'm human. But you're not the, the only people in the world. What I'm saying, I said, what I'm saying, once again, for me, it has been, and for the people I've been, if anybody has walked up at the opposite, it was offensive. And if it, if they have walked up to me and walked up to me and go, hey, bud, I'm like, do I know you? No, don't give me the solid punch on my shoulder like you know me. I'm not your friend. Don't walk up to me. Hey, bud. It's, hey, how you doing? My name is such and such. What's up, man? Whoop do Start a conversation. Yeah, but you're expecting other people to be a certain way. That's how it is, though. View the world with the mind of, like, everybody comes from a different mindset. So try to understand that. No, I'm not. You won't. No, I'm not. If you fart in the elevator, is excuse me. If you, if you walk past if somebody's on the elevator, if you on the elevator or whatever you at, you say excuse Fuck that. me. I fart as loud as I can. Yeah, and if you don't in say front excuse of me, yeah. yeah, it's rude. I'm just Poor playing. I don't. Rude. And then that's like him saying, "Well, my mom didn't raise me to say excuse me, bitch." It's still rude. Levity. Like you can't do that. Yo, all I'm gonna say what? is this: going back to the original point, I don't care who says what. You say something racist, it's racist. No, it doesn't no, matter if you're if it's a Mexican saying it to a Mexican. It, no, it really doesn't. It doesn't work, work like that. that way. It does not work that I think, way. But I none of you know why it doesn't work that way. But no, I know why we're gonna, it doesn't, but we we'll get it. We're going to get into that. We're going to put a little bit of music. We're going to take a little break. Come back at you guys. <laughs> the the, the age-old debate <laughs> to N-word or not N-word. We're going to settle this once and for all. It's going to be ended or, or, or finalized today. With Bad Boy Red Bean and his crew <laughs> of Intelligent Justice. You can't do it. We'll be right back. You can. <laughs> yeah. Hey, this is the Bad Boy Red Bean, and we in these streets, man. We are kind of, we're still debating to N-word or not N-word. When we left off, Jorge made a statement about it's racist if anyone says something racist. Is that correct? Is that what you well, said? Well, okay, so like if I go up to another Mexican person and I say something racist with, to them with the intent of like being derogatory, that's racist. It's no. still racist, it even if I said it's, it's not racist. It's it's no, racist. What I'm saying is, 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 is yeah, no, what I'm saying is, is it doesn't matter who says it's it discriminatory, to who. but it's not racist. I think it, I can be racist. Everybody towards has the capacity be to be racist. Yeah, I agree with that. Everybody I think no, I think I can be racist towards Mexicans. To black yes, people can be racist towards black people. You can be prejudiced. You can discriminate, but to understand what race is, racism is race. Power no, you're plus using the, the power sociology, sociology definition. Yes, that's racism the only definition. Racism, racism is, is hating someone I mean, just race because of the color of their skin. Plus the power to enforce. Well, who do you think created race? Who do you think created the idea of race? Humans. White people. Caucasians. No, humans. Caucasians. Humans. I don't think I can. Um, I, this is what this is, and I kind of made this up. This is why I can't be racist towards black people if I say I don't. I mean, if you say you don't like somebody, you're saying they're not human. You're saying they're different. There's too many people talking. Yeah, I'm sorry. Humanity itself has always been conflicted by borders, by race, by money, by sex, and all these other things. Race would have come along through anybody. They just happened to have power. I want to elaborate what Jorge said. Right. Do you think dogs are racist against other breeds? 
And, and when when but race it's a, was, it's, a, it's an instance of power. It's not like when, in, when it, race was created, there were four races: Caucasoid, Mongoloid, Australoid, and Negroid. In the very beginning, when race was defined, it was defined for black people as Negroid, a people without land. Why? Because they wanted to go and appeal to the Pope to say, hey. It's okay for us to go take their land. It's okay for us to enslave them. It's okay for us to manifest destiny because they are people without land. That, that's, that's because that's they had power, started. not because they were white. Well, yes, that's what I just said. Race, power, plus the power, uh, the power to enforce. That's active like racism, though. You're talking about, I mean, about race the belief, prejudice concept plus the power to racism. enforce. Everybody has the capacity to believe is superior to another race. Everybody does. Germans, black people, white Right, people. but it wouldn't be called race. It would be called discrimination. It would be called prejudice. No. Can we just call I'll it what it is? work for a black woman <laughs> at a restaurant. Do the chase. <laughs> if she stood at her door and said, you can't come in here, you can't come in here because you're white, that is active racism. That is discrimination. No. She's exercising you, her power. When are you working at Duke Chase, though? Huh? You work for Leah? Yeah. Since when? Uh... Started in October, I think. Well, you just get our goddamn job. Get out. <laughs> She's a black woman who owns a like. If she used her power in that restaurant to exclude someone from coming in based on race, that is racism. No, in the same way that would be discrimination. That's discrimination because within her restaurant, she has that power, it's both. It's but both. she doesn't have that big power because the big power can shut it all the way down. And if this black is, people had it, we would still have This racism. is what I'm saying. Look, it's listen. Possible. Listen. Yeah. We would still use that this is why I don't it's think. Based on races, based on what on Jorge people. said is if you're black and you say that you don't like another black person, I I'm cannot believe four comedians be, are having a yeah. uh, crazy no, no, discussion about race. Right. So I, I don't think you could be racist towards them because I think, like, if I understand why I don't like you, it's okay. Like, of course, if I'm looking at you saying, I don't like you because you're black and I don't like myself because I'm black, I mean, I, I guess you could call that racism. But usually when black people say they don't like that, they don't like black people, it's because they know what they, they know what they, they know who they've been around. Like, and you know so, what I'm saying? I also think, I think I know what you're trying to say, Red Bean. Um, racism is more like the idea, the concept, that's the motivation. The actions are discrimination or the thoughts that stem from racism are prejudice. Thoughts. Right. And I get that. Um, and I and I agree. And I agree. Racism is more the belief. And and I believe that as a Mexican, if I hated myself and my race, I could be racist against Mexicans. And I still think that if I say something derogatory towards another Mexican, it still stems from racism. It's, it, it, I, I mean, I, that's now, kind of a now, hard wait, subject. Look, look. Sorry. No, the other thing. Sorry. Wait, I AJ meant, I meant has to been. This. On the other hand, though, I don't believe that every black person that uses the N word is using it in a racist way. You yeah. Know? Right. Yeah. I mean, most of the time. Definitely. Think, yeah, most yeah. of the time, it's like saying, dude. Now, you know, now, can I say this? This wait. is going to be. Oh, go ahead. It's AJ's turn. Oh, I'm sorry, AJ. Go ahead. No. Sorry, dude. I'm going to skip turns. What, what I'm seeing here is that. You you believe that racism? Who is you? So um, nobody can see us. Red Bean, Red Bean <laughs> over here. <laughs> Red Bean. They can't see us. Red Bean. Red Bean over here believes that racism is, is influence of power. Like you can't exercise racism without the power. What I'm saying is racism is a belief that anybody can hold. 
So you can be racist towards anybody. Anybody can be racist towards anybody. But the context and intent matters because when I'm talking to another black person in the context of us being black and my intent towards you when I say a certain word, I'm not being racist. Because we, we share we share an identity. We share a, a common ground that I right. understand. And so when I say it, right. yeah, it's not the same thing. And when someone yeah. else approaches you, yeah, they're being yeah. racist. That was solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah. But what I'm saying is when you say that people shouldn't Say this certain word. Or shouldn't, you have to go. You have to think about how you're going to respond to something like how you want that to be enacted. How do you get people to stop saying that? You don't get it by telling them that hey, blah blah blah, this, that, that, and showing that you hurt. Because that's the intent. The intent of racism and all these fucked up ideologies that hurt the other part. Well, racism in action is discrimination. But when you're talking, we're talking about the context of word usage. You know, like on a cultural social level. Right. On a cultural social level, racism is a belief. On a yeah. societal level, racism yes. is the power. So That's can the I difference. can I so go in the context else? of what we're talking about? This the belief I'm talking about. So uh, I, when I went to Portland for that year to do comedy, uh, someone told me that black people can't be racist towards white people. In the context Hold of society. And, and well, well, I, I, I don't I don't know what, it, what I can't put that word to what I'm saying. But <laughs> like policy. policy. <laughs> Let me finish then though. Explain. I mean, because I'm not, I don't I, my my words are a little smaller than your words, so right. shut up. You know. Uh, your words mean yeah, because you just can't as much as be you can't be racist and nah I'm okay you can't be racist in a um in uh America that's like that's that's ran by white uh white supremacists you know what I'm saying so basically like even back then when it was slaves and they had their white slave masters would you still call them racist for hating those yeah. white slave masters how why would you call them racist. Could so you you're saying, them? would you call a black person a racist for hating his white slave master? Yeah. Well, okay, so, so in that particular instance, I think you just have hate for someone who has power. Now, if that same person, if that same Hold slave, on, wait, what? Can we rewind wait, that? Wait, 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 yeah. Hold on, will you have hate for someone that has power? Power yeah. over you. Power over Like Okay. Like, obviously, you hate him. I mean, he's that's got the, because he's wait, a slave, wait, wait. not because he he's white. Power. Right, right. Not because huh? he's white, he's a slave. Right. He owns so you. That's he why owns you. you. Obviously, you hate him. Uh, a hundred thousand. But I'm more right, than right. sure that a, a lot of the slaves didn't like all the white people. And that's what I was going to say. Now, in that instance, you hate him because that's your master. Of course, you're going to fucking hate him. He enslaved you. If, you. if that same slave now imposes that hate on just anyone that's white, that's racist. No, no. Think about it. In the mm-hmm. world that's ruled, no. In the world especially, that's ruled, no. I think so. In the it's world, especially no. during no. that. In the yes. world that's ruled by white people who get what they want and who go past this and who. Now I'm, I'm, I'm not debating such. that that's the world we live in. Right. So, but what I'm how? saying is the that's concept. That's yes. The concept of racism yeah. is if you take your hatred for one person and you impose it. On every other person of that no, same not race, you impose you're being you have, racist. If you have no, power over them, no. If I rape you, you would you hate all rapists? Or would you like? Would you be all right with that one rapist who you just hate that one rapist that raped you, but all the rest, all the rest of the rapists are okay? Well, let's be on, let's let's be clear here. At that point, we know they're all rapists. That's not something arbitrary. That's something so that you hate them all. That you have to participate in and do. What the fuck you think so slavery by, is? Yeah. Slavery, you should hate slave people. <laughs> slave yeah, masters. no one's debating you hate slavery. Oh, you say I hate white people. 
then that by definition yeah that by racism. definition all is racism. it's understood it's understood like yeah i get where you're coming from like yeah you should hate white you people should hate that them. because they all enslaved you yeah hey, yeah but, but how how do you call that racism it is. it's not bad racism. because you're it's hating like someone racism. strictly based on their race bro you that's are not racism now. listen to yes, me because he as a slave person as a, as are a you slave, are you arguing semantics or are you off are you oh, of course every white person isn't bad of course but if when you hate everyone because they're white that's racism if you if you look listen hold on let me Wait, one example. i think we that's have it. lost track no 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 i don't think we have it i think I, this is what it is right if you're fucking in a room right and there's a bunch of fucking snakes coming from you and all them snakes isn't fucking gonna fucking kill you i'm being speechless are, are you gonna fucking let uh just are you gonna let the are you gonna open the door and be like well all of them not gonna kill me are you gonna slam the fucking door so none of them can kill either. you it that doesn't how how the bringing fuck? in animals who don't think about anything and it's like a, uh, they don't equal a human life and humans thinking bro it's not enough of them for you not it's to enough. be mad bro it's not enough for you to be like nah let me protect no no it's, it's, it's enough, enough for you to judge by individual case by case basis instead of throwing a blanket over everybody saying like, yeah, yeah you all must be bad people aren't snakes because there were people in the black marches white people marching with black people saying yeah you deserve rights you deserve to vote they were racist too <laughs> <laughs> By definition of the term, they, they, it they doesn't matter better because they white. Be, if a white person was driving, you know, uh, a freedom rider, uh-huh. right? He still was white because he benefited from his ancestors, right. enslaving people. Like? So he still benefited from racism. You lost the context again. Again, yeah. societal, I, I agree lose. with AJ. Shit, societal, societal, like Jews not being mad at Germans. Like get the level. fuck out of here. White people but. have the power, so yeah, white yes. position is racist. Right. Like yeah, they influence. They can only be racist. They can be racist. Like white people who have power. That's what the. But, but when, you're marching, when you're marching, when you marching next to the fucking Joe down the street, he doesn't have power. He does. He's not racist. He's not we might not hate Joe. We just hate his people. Congressmen, they're racist by definition because they have the power. Hate Joe. Those people. Joe is okay. We just hate a person who marched next to the black person by definition of term was still a racist because he benefited from racism so it, he was able to go to harvard he was able to go in that context, get educated he was able bad. to do all of these things it's not bad it's not evil racism it's just a his passive racism he's just benefiting passively he's not actively participating in the system that, that is true right. it's not no secret stuff. why so it's, not to, it's no reason to hate them based on that i that's didn't just say that, that just you had to hate them the i'm just standard. saying by definition of the but term. racism itself is a hate thing because i mean belief on a societal level on a cultural and like social level so on we only level. hate we i don't i'm not going to say i hate white people i'm gonna say when Whenever the conversation comes up, it's a discomfort because of what happened with everything else that's been happening. Your like you know, is the system. yeah, uh, everything. Though. So if you yeah. say that, if you say just what you said, Jim Crow, all of that sh- shit, from just what you just said, yeah, then why is it okay for you to say the N word? Because we as black uh, people, uh, I felt like let me. Fi- how you gonna how you gonna say ah before I even fucking start? Let you, me finish you, because I felt like hold on. I'm also felt like I'm gonna say this, but when I grew up. Of course, it was used around me in, a, in a, another term, but I felt like, context. yeah, but I felt like with these negative terms, if we're going to go nigga, we're going to go queer, we're going to go fat ass, we're going to go fag, people took those terms and they switched them. And I think they made themselves more comfortable with it because if you think about all of those words, they all really got twisted into things like it's okay now. You know but what I'm saying? But when you and I, even though I don't yeah. say it, but in an example, if you and I, you say the N-word, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. If, it is not I'm okay. sorry, I don't mean to use you on the side, but if she it got her girlfriends okay. and she like, bitch, 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 I can't join in. I can't. I can't go. That's, that's their thing. I, it's not okay for me to say it. It's not okay because I'm not in their group. 
if I'm gay, I can call my other gay friend. You get your faggot ass out here. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not um, homophobic. It's, they can't be homophobic towards each other. They can't. No matter how many times they call each other fag. Vice versa. No. I can call you nigga all you want. Nigga, get out of my face. You got a nigga, baby. I can't do it. It's not going. It's no. It's no It's no effect. <laughs> it's friendly fire. It does not work. Woo. Well, okay. I understand where you're coming from. Right. My choice is I not agree. to say it. My choice is not to say it to you as a... a as, as, as a loving endearment right because of the kind of text that the word has had for, for many of you understandable because I'm not going to give it that much power I'm not going to say it's okay for you and I to say but not okay for me and a, and a Caucasian point, to say you're giving the word power when you say oh you can't or you shouldn't I agree you shouldn't just by like context but people will and so fighting them with the mentality of you can't do that and then, and I'm glad we're having this discussion. Word. Giving power to that. I word. mean, I I get what you're saying, you're but no, I'm guys not, I'm, I don't I don't agree with what you're saying, but no, I get it. And, but and that's okay. At it, least but, we're having this, this dialogue. Is, but let's but let's do this again. What if I called you stupid? Is that giving the word power? What if I called you dumb? What if I insulted you with hundreds other words? Did you are you going to lose power with all those words too? Or are you saying in general don't if give you were words my power? Teacher, if you were my teacher, well, that's what I'm saying yeah, though. In like the context of someone who is what I'm saying is what I'm saying is you got to choose what words you. If you called your daughter stupid, huh? If I call my daughter stupid, if I call her a nigga, if I call her dumb, a bitch, like what words are we choosing I, to give power? It's on right. context. It's based on context. What context? Oh, what does power. that even mean? I mean, on the context of look, I'm black and you. So black. don't give no social. Don't give any. Boy, don't give any racial. Don't give any racial words. Yeah. No, no, I'm saying based on context. <laughs> what I'm saying is when I say nigga to you, right? Yeah. You, that's that's not a hurtful racist no. thing. Right? No. That's the context of us being black. So right. The context of me being white and saying that now there's a problem, right? Right. So what I want you to do is shift like your perspective on that. Instead okay. of saying, okay, I'm gonna give everybody the power, or like this certain group the power to hurt me with this word. Instead it's saying, not gonna necessarily hurt me. Like that's what I'm trying to say because when you say you could call me nigga and you could call me stupid, I could still be hurt. I might be hurt in a different way and call you racist, but if you call me stupid, now you think I'm dumb. So Either way, I'm going to fight with you. You know what I'm saying? So I don't really understand the difference. Like, now you're a racist. Now I won't speak to you ever again. But now you calling me stupid. Now it's like, yo, why you think what I'm, I'm stupid? What I'm saying is, do you know the person? Like, does your mom call you stupid or does some random dude you don't even know walk up and she say you're stupid? Like, what I'm saying is, We in the these difference? streets, man. I know you just heard that car what's the drive by. What I'm, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, 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 if a white person walk up to me and explain me and use the word nigga in it, and then he's explaining something, it's totally different. But if he's walking up to me and insulting me, like that's totally different. Now, if he's my friend and he used the N-word, I'm gonna say, hey, John, try, you know, can you not use that word around me? You know what I'm saying? Either way, if I feel offended by any word that he says, I'm going to check it either regardless. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna be like, let me punch you in the eye. Well, yeah, if that's your friend, that's what I'm saying, the context of them being your friend. What I'm saying is somebody random, just random people who yeah. aren't important in your life, who don't hold any weight, Behind them as a yeah, person, if they walk up their words me, have weight with you. So if yeah, they you walk do up that. to me and offend me in any way, it's gonna be the same thing. But like your words, words from other people who you don't know should hold weight inherently. Once right? again, though, the if they up. if they offend me in any way, if they even if they use that word in any way I don't like it, and they offend me, I know them, I don't know them. It's just gonna be handled how it's handled. What you're saying is you're walking about like with just anybody can hurt you. Then you're walking out with something on your sleeve that says, "Hey, this is something that can get to me." 
you're, you're, you're giving power where. What do you mean? Like, I think we all are like, having somebody have valid points. Nah, I think, you, I, I think what I said was was simple enough. Like. If I offend you, either you're friend or you're not, and I offend you, anybody at this table, you're going to address it. You're not going to walk past it. But allowing everything to offend you, just like something I don't just know. based on what it is, just based on what it is, it's a word. Oh, that offends me. An arbitrary sound people can make with their mouths. You're saying, that, yeah, that can hurt. That's offensive to me. Nah, nah. If, you wear, nah, nah, if, if they wear up the street and they do something. Let's wrap this up in, in, in 30 seconds. If they wear up the street and they say something, no, I'm not going to turn around and, and chase them. You know what I'm saying? Everything is all within the circle of what is used. And like, like anything that you say to me, I'm going to label you as. If you say, hey, man, you got a fat ass and you're a dude, I'm going to say, you fuck you being creepy. You're a fucking creep. If you say I'm stupid, I'm like, man, you insulted me, calling me dumb. Or you say I stank. Like, it's, I'm going to use it within it what, what it is. Even if I didn't stank of anything it is, I'm going to handle it how it is. If you call me a nigga and how you say it, depending on the context, I'm going to call you racist. If you use the word and, and you didn't use it in a racist term, you just said it, then I'm be like, man, you should watch how you say it. Or, you know, some people might take that as an offense. I'm not going to go crazy on you, but we all know what shit is. Like, we all have our shit within our groups. You a teacher, you in a group, if somebody who's not a teacher come do some stuff, it's just like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not with us, so you shouldn't, you, you can't, I mean, you shouldn't As do it. As a teacher, it. if someone's not with me, I teach them. Well, I don't, I don't, well, that's what I'm trying to do, trying right. to teach you. Hopefully you understand, like, hopefully everybody understands. It's really not that hard. I, I understand where you're coming from. It's a perspective issue. Right. And we're coming from different perspectives. You I guess so. My perspective is the best agree perspective. agree to disagree on them. Uh, that, and <laughs> and red bean, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> like just in every context, they're awful. Like red bean's like you shouldn't society. say the word back while from nigga meant racism and, and Oprah you said that too. Say the word. But you shouldn't say the word stupid either. What I'm saying is we need to progress as a society. You're holding on to conservative ideas. Like you're no. trying to preserve something. Like this word means this. We should let go of it. Move on as a people. No. Try fuck that. To come together. No. Why try to come together. No. You have to melt Wait, into the he society. listened to your point? Oh, no, I'm listening to his point. Yeah, yeah. You, you keep telling, saying no. You have to. You know, we were wrapping this up three minutes about, ago. You have to think about when you have kids and, like, the future they're going to grow up. Do you want them to grow up in this divided-ass world where people are predominantly, like, race people? Can it ain't divided because of our kids, though. It's not because, no, it's it's not because of them, but they're going to grow up in this world based on the actions that we take now. Look at what we're dealing why with. Why we got to do that? Why we got to, like, why we got to settle? Like, why we got to do that? Why we all the ones that no. be like, y'all shouldn't be mad. Y'all should be okay. For the sake Join of a us better next future. Week. For the sake of a better future. As we still Hold sit on. here. Hold on, look. We Let me tell you. Hold on, look. I'm going to go into this thing All right here. I'm going to say All something. All this shit is dead people's baggage, man. You know Let what this? Go. Look, you know what it, you know they, you know hey, they sound like? Hey, I like that. No, look, All this me, is dead people's baggage. Let me tell you what they sound like, right? I got a new Let job at the convention center, right? He was just like, you do look, not have a new job. I swear to God, I got a new job at the convention center. $18 an hour bank or Look, Bitch, you're not making $18 an hour. I'm making $18 an hour. Look, listen, right? He was just like, look, this is the rules of the job. You can't use your cell phone. Even if you got an eight-hour shift, thirteen-hour shift, whoop de whoop, whoop de whoop, you can't do this. You can't come to work like this. Whoop de whoop, name it. All these like rules. Like two of them were just like, damn, who the hell follows that? But you know what he said? He was just like, well, look, you don't have to work here if you don't like it. Hit the door. Like you know, he was this older middle-aged white man. That's the same thing they use like in every other thing. Well, if you don't like it, you could just leave. Go to fucking back to Africa. Go to fuck the back to Jamaica. Can I just that say that might be true, but also um, this is the way we've been doing things for years. Isn't an excuse either. Yeah. This is the way we've been doing things for years. Isn't an excuse. Oh, what the? Just because it's been culture or tradition doesn't mean you should hold on to it. People had stupid cultural ideas. Slavery was one of them. That was a white tradition and culture. And we're like, you know what? Let's not do that. 
people have dumb ideas, and the better the older we Son. get, the better we get. Saying Let you go of stupid shit. Let go of stupid shit. It's really dead people's baggage. Like, look, y'all were slaves, they were slave owners. But Before I, I wanted to end this we, at 20 minutes, but why okay. Why we, us people, have to keep holding on to that shit and making it worse for ourselves just because we decide, like, hey, you call me a nigga, well, well fuck, that doesn't really do anything to me. That's I can still go to the thing. grocery store and get my bread and butter. So what else do we have to let go, go that's racism? Huh? That, what, else, what else do we have to get let Join go that's racism? When what we else come we, up with a list of things we have to let go. Yeah, come up with a list. My penis. Okay, I got you. I got a list. I actually do. I have, I have to let go of that thing at some point. All this shit that we're holding on yes, to that we can just let go, let go of Seriously. You know, seriously. You know let go of I think let that go. we can let it the fuck go. Because I hear, like, my even dad still talks about now, like, oh, the white man, man, that's just played out. You know what I can't let, let go? go? Let's move forward the and fact try to find a better way to do this shit. I can't let go. Isn't gonna help. Let we go. have to meld into the society. We live with these people. Jorge's trying to We live with these people. That's not Racist, racist. Poor Hayes trying to jump in. Racist. It's not worth it. It's I mean, racist. He, I can't let go of the fact that Rose let go of Jack in Titanic, even though she said she'd never let go. Right. I really wish I wouldn't have gave you that I opportunity. I told you not to do it. It was just a way to just stop all of this. It, this is the bad boy Red Bean, man. We have been in the streets. This is not a debate. Don't that let just it go. Stays here. We want to encourage people to continue this debate. I agree. No, not this debate. Fuck this debate. All right? The government needs to train their cops better because they keep pulling over black people. Oh, we need to let that go? <laughs> the government's okay. a lie. All right? Oh, yeah. And to get this you. segment has started over. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we let everything go, okay? The government is watching. You. Why do black people want to know? The, the just government just is listening to the bus. Let it go, podcast. okay? We live in a society where it's Dear not. Dear IRS, Ed like Black is making $18 though. an hour. The problem that's been propagated has been because of power being in one hand. AJ voted for Trump, okay? Let's talk about that. AJ did not the oppressed always usurp the oppressors, and then when they get in power with the oppressed people, and then the cycle repeats. Somebody has to break the fucking cycle. And I think black people can rise up and say, look, we're not going to repeat that shit. We can get power. Say, fuck it. Let's let that go and Word. try to move forward, meld it together. And I can, but we don't have to let nothing go. Why we got it? We don't have to let nothing look, go. Look, you can remember, but, but right. forgive, forgive. Yeah, letting forget. go doesn't forgive, mean you don't forget. forget. Forgive. History will always be a part of history, and we should never forget that, but forgive. Don't forget. All right. And learn. Well, f- I will forgive all you cops that shot unarmed black people, okay? I forgive you and all the, all the minorities. Don't forget. That's why we should implement policies that make So, guys, that okay. Put body cams on them and all that shit. Don't forget. That shit and don't learn. work. Have you not been seeing them get shot on body cams when the guys walk out the thing? Yeah. What the fuck but are we also, talking about? By and like, large, they catch more people than, than let people go. They catch All right. People. You know it's what? Out. I know what AJ's saying. It's, it's not an issue anymore. We need to learn how to live with these people. Go to jail because... You know, that's what the prison rate looking no, like. You know, nothing but fight. black people. Fight no, he's saying, no, he's saying if you don't like the system, get involved and do something about yeah, it. Yeah, it's not yeah. on the street that you're going to make a change. Get in the valid box. Okay, I don't know about all these says. other organizations that we got. You oh, know, we'll hey, learn shout about out them. NCAA. Oh. I do know about them. Black Lives Matter. Oh, Just Police Lives Matter. We do. But when we live in a society that's more white people than us black people, oh, okay. Yeah, but let, let me ask you, what are you doing actively every day to try and change that? 
I mean, I talk to kids that's around me, but I'm not a politic guy. I don't really understand it. You know what I'm saying? Right. I could try to put their voice out there and try to help people and do that stuff like that. But th- I'm gonna keep on talking about how fucked up this world is because it is. I'm and a minority. Should, know. But, but right. The be- and the best way to right. talk about that is to encourage people to get it. Right. Right. Like, so I'm never gonna say stop being who be you involved. are and let them talk to you and do what they want to you. That's bullshit. No, don't let somebody like somebody hit right. you. Hit back, like yeah. physically. Right. If somebody fucks, fucks with you like that, but like yeah. words, words, you have to show people how ignorant. No, their words are. You have to no, show them. Don't, this is don't. what I'm saying, though. I think y'all trying to say, like, if somebody calls me and we're I'm like, hey, come on, let's fight. No, that's oh, not no, what I'm saying. I think saying. we're way oh, beyond no, that no, point. No, right, no, exactly. We're, we're, I think okay. we're talking, we're in a completely different conversation. Well, no, I'm not saying, I'm saying that's where it's all, it all kind of started from. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, what I was now putting we're talking was, about perpetuating the stereotypes. But it's and the every, all, no, 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 all of that is the same, all of that is in the same box, is what I'm saying. We shouldn't let anybody. Get away with anything. It's not right. We're not when saying let them, someone get away, them get away with it. You're not letting them get away with it. When you when you when you show ignorance what it is for what it is, you have an ignorant thought, and that's it. No. And you can expose that. You can just expose it by just like not making a big deal about it because they're just gonna be shunned. They're, they're gonna be make a big deal about anything that's racism. Yes, I'm making a big deal about it because it's a big fucking deal. Yeah, it is. It but is. That's an active. That's active in politics. So that's where you fight it. Because I'm gonna fight it everywhere. It. Fuck politics. I'm gonna fight it everywhere. Well, like I'm gonna fight it gonna get you nowhere. So it don't. It don't matter. It don't. It don't matter to me. I don't know that it's not gonna get me nowhere. I will fight it anywhere because it's not right. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying is a psychological issue. When you attack someone's idea, almost full on, they have an immediate reaction of holding on tighter. You don't break down anything. When you let people find out for themselves that, hey, this is get me nowhere. I say all this shit and people just walk away. These people be 50 years old. You think they care about that shit? Cut it out. I mean, they dying. You don't have to interact with them. I'm talking about, like, you walk up to another 20-something-year-old who says that shit to you. Then what? I mean, just... just Are we are we back on it now? Or what What are we doing? Are we back on it now? Because I I, I just say... If no, I think... I, I can't keep going back in circles I, with I that. understand what you're saying. That you're going to fight it on your level. Right. You're going to and with the people talk to wrong. kids... That, yeah. that you can associate with yeah. if it's going to be a brother or sister or, or nieces and nephews. Right. You're going to approach it on that level. Right. What with their comedy with everything. To take it another step if you can, if you think about it. If you not, you're saying you don't know politics, but you right. can become more active in some of the policies and things that are being uh, created by, you know, education. And, and not and just that. I mean, if you're saying that you're going to fight it on your level, then encourage these kids that you're talking to to get involved. Like, like no one probably encouraged us to get involved. Yeah, they didn't. Right. Like, and like you tell them, I think them, more people like, should be cops in our neighborhood. We 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 shut down on cops, but if we have more and, cops. And I hope that's the kind of things you're telling yeah, them. Fucking right. You're gonna change yeah. the culture by changing the system first, and that's where you have to attack. Fighting it on the street is just gonna get you in in, in messes that either. Firmly like shuts them I don't, down I don't think he's well, let, let, Let's be honest dude As a Mexican <laughs> I mean like saying. verbally Like just by what you I mean like, like I get what you're saying Like push back Like somebody stuff It's like hey you're fucking racist And like right. push back like that Yeah but also I'm gonna tell you right now As a Mexican but I'm not like, about have, to push back On a cop that fucking Pulled me over saying, That's not the place well, To fight Well you're not gonna it. what well, No 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 not uh, there Push I'm back No I'm just saying That's not a position of authority You don't fight right. there And immediately in the street Yeah At court Yeah be smart about that one Yeah but um what I'm saying is we, we have to focus our attention like where it matters because these people will change with the times when we attack the system. They'll eventually fade out. Attacking them on the street and like having personal feelings about it, like actually feeling and reacting a certain way, you shouldn't. Let me, let me ask you know this because you know what you're saying, you, you, know you, you said this a couple of times. You, know you said this, that they're 50, they're not going to be here longer, uh, much longer. 
where are we now in your opinion where are we now i mean i because i've seen some young 20 year old 18 year old still rolling around the confederate flag no shooting up churches that's what i see shooting up churches and they're, they're still saying trump 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 so it's almost like the damn 50 year argument that they're not going to be around longer is mute because it's like the button has been reset it's so crazy that i hear people in our I generation saying let shit go it really is to me you know what i'm saying because i look at them and i'm like like it's okay. not about letting go i think it's more about moving forward yes how yeah. how can you move forward in a system that is you you still oppressed like i'm not saying like that we're not trying to move forward we is but it is so much of it to where like you can't it, you can't help but to do it and then social media just put it on blast so there's much a lot of false information Politics. that's why people get so divided by but it. but there's a lot of false information it is a lot of false information literally, but there's a lot of real information too like you know what i'm saying more false than you you'd be surprised dude like literally every day if you look at the memes if you take the memes that you see and all these facts and statistics that are thrown at you and you investigate it every day every meme i've searched i've only found two out of like 50 that had something that was like kind of real and everything else is just some bullshit. i'll give you an example they had a chart that showed like caught rapists and then reported rapists and then like the rest of the chart was filled out with like blank bodies that just show actual rapists. How the fuck do you know what actual rapists are, how many they are, if they weren't reported? That doesn't make sense. They gave out false statistics and they don't have the information to back it up. That didn't make sense. You know there are this many actual rapists. But it isn't but talking about memes. He's not talking about you look fake into news. It, it's He's talking about memes. actual Thank you. footage. News sources. Thank you. He's talking news about Trayvon I'm talking about all of that, yeah. He's talking about all of that. Things the fucking that prison rape. That's real. Happened. They can count those bodies. That doesn't mean we knew that already. that was already happening. That was already happening. So we, what are you talking? It's still we're happening. Talking, we're talking about moving forward. We're acknowledging uh, that shit's fucked up. So and we can so acknowledge ways to get better. So what do y'all think I'm doing? What do y'all think I'm saying? What do Everybody y'all think? Y'all think is I'm not saying, saying that shit's fucked up? On a Let's social level, this. everyone is it saying something valid. What do you want black people to let go is what I'm saying. Tell me that. What do you want us to move forward about? The I want us, no, no, no. When, when I'm talking about we don't move forward, we have to move forward in politics by voting and like finding progressive people who have progressive ideas to vote them into Senate and Congress and political positions. But All right. That doesn't on a social always level, work on a out. So, huh? That doesn't always work so out because we, we might best. get some people. So we have to do our best. But And if you feel like it's not working out, then get the motivation and you run it and put your ideas out there. And that doesn't always work. Cause it, it, I, we already know that and then I mean, if it's that's, that's a grandiose working, a, this idea. Is, there's a flaw in the system, and then we attack that. That's next. a grandiose idea, but we're getting people that are put in these positions of power that are supposed to be representing us, that are mi- misrepresenting us. Look, if you're saying not, that there's absolutely zero hope in the vote. No, I'm not saying that there's zero hope. Go with that. Go with that, because the next step is revolution, and nobody's going to do that. Right. Well, I'm not saying that there's zero hope. I'm just saying we're being listen, realistic about Listen, Listen to this. I understand. I understand what Ed is saying, and I definitely understand what you're saying, and nobody cares about what Jorge is saying. I put the the microphone down a long time ago. Yeah, good. Listen, look, everybody, fight in your way and how you going to do it. Yes, the world is fucked up. Don't let shit go, okay? Don't get yourself killed, you know what I'm saying? Well, I, I, I mean, I Keep do. Like, I, I, but I, I, fight, you know what I'm saying? Because that's what we've been doing AJ all these years. AJ does have valid points about we letting some things fight. go. Nah, don't let nothing go. On fight. a social level, don't fight. let it hurt you. Go about your day. Don't let shit get in the way and you fight yeah. where it matters. Yeah, don't be hurt. Okay, 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 okay. Don't let this it hurt you. This hey, y'all, I'm going to get some food. Once it hits emotions, shit gets You just ate. I'm going to step away. I know. You just ate. I know. Don't, 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 you don't know my life. 
What? No, you just burgers. ate. He might have two You stomachs. just ate 32 minutes ago. I know. <laughs> Hold on a second. I, I ate a burger and some loaded Anyways, fries. Uh, we, we definitely impress upon everybody out there to continue the discussion, to, to continue the debate, to challenge the system. Protest. Whether it's, you know, educating and talking and making people that's in your family or, or people near and dear to you aware of the situations and things that they can do and 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 definitely on a a, a political um level free all of black people on weed charges because y'all selling weed now so it's freedom hey did y'all hear what happened in new york with alexandria i was bad. so close wait wait no we're about to so but like close. alexandria I'm with Ocasio you, that big I'm upset in new york this progressive <laughs> girl who she wants to do that what she just won a a, a seat Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. That's on her agenda. Free people from non-violent weed crimes, like right. drug crimes, legalized right. marijuana Freedom. federally, uh, health care for all, uh, loan, student debt loan forgiveness. And that would be great. College. That yeah. would be great, but now. it ain't she's happening. It's coming. We fight, had Barack Obama for MP's eight years. Trump. And he was bullshit. Like he he was already full of shit. You could have said oh, that. Oh, chill out. So don't disrespect Obama. <laughs> no, 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 no. disrespect. We were. shit. Oh shit! I didn't open up another. I knew if I didn't know who his dad was, I would call him an uncle. He didn't step out with progressive ideas. He was like, "Change," and yes, we can. Like, hey, get the fuck out of here with that. What's that mean? Free buku. He was in like, bro, free college. Uh, he definitely he said like, that. What have you been did. doing? He is a oh, yeah, Trump supporter, yeah, dude. Look at him. Yeah, he is a Trump supporter. Is he ain't gonna bring Trump. up Obama. He haven't not said anything about <laughs> Trump. Hey, no, yes, he is. Trump is much better than people think he is. Trump is black people. Oh my God. Hold up. Look, what happened? I know oh, y'all don't yeah. know AJ about, Black, but he is so black. He no, 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 I'm about to delete this. I'm not a Trump supporter. I'm not a Trump supporter. Yes, I'm about to delete this. Obama has. I hate everything he's you done so what? far. Jorge said he was done. I am done. I hate Trump. But he's good because he's woke people the fuck up. He woke people the fuck up. That's what I'm saying. It's better than we think. He woke people the fuck up. Everything he's done has been shit, and that's why he's good. Because we're waking up. He's attacking us. Did you hear that? I think he's just saying there's a silver lining. Why? Has everyone put their mic down like... Like, like this has been the greatest over mic set. Every, every, all three of y'all done dropped the mic. Man, look, this has been a great discussion with my crew of intelligent gestures. Who guys will see you next week, man? We out here in these streets, man. This has been amazing. Sure, this is going to be the longest podcast ever. Thank you to my boy AJ Bell. Thank you to Jorge Velasquez. Thank you to Ed Black. They are continuing debate off the microphone. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. Oh, yeah. It's my birthday. Yesterday was my birthday. Thank you, guys. Once again, peace. Well, that's all we have for today. I know it was a lot, and we don't always get it right, but we definitely have fun doing it. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode, Red Bean No Rice. I'd like to give a special shout-out to those that made this episode as great as it was. Big shout-out to Dr. Brian Turner. Also, my crew of intelligent jesters, Mr. Ed Black, Jorge Velasquez, and A.J. Bell. We're trying to do this thing every Monday, man. Trying to get your day started off right. We'll see you next week. Peace.